name is Mark Megan. Uh, thanks so much for all of the kind messages and shares, by the way, over the last few weeks. It makes a huge amount of difference. I mean, I'm still eating coca noodles for dinner most nights, but it really does mean a lot. So thank you very much. Got some interesting messages. I got one message from a guy who I haven't spoken to in about 11 years. And all he messaged me saying was, How are you, horse box? Excuse me? I said, How are you, horse box? Uh, Horse box? Horse box? Would you please speak English to me? Do you know what I mean? This guy was such a jock. Like, this guy was the most outrageous jock in the world. He was the type of guy that just refuses to speak normal English. Do you know what I mean? Like, when we were in school and we were doing our exams in the final year and we had to do, like, an oral exam in French or in Spanish, he had to do one in English. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, hello, my name is, is Paul. Uh, when, uh, when the weather is warm, I like to go to the brother with my beach. Um... Uh, I, I also, I, I like to, how you say, sing the guitar. Uh, I live at home with my footballs and I like to play my brother and mum. Do you know what I mean? Like, an absolute, an absolute jock of just the highest order. Like, I mean, you know the type of guy that gets aggressive in a room whenever somebody makes a joke that he doesn't understand? So he just automatically assumes it's a personal attack on him. Like, he's the type of guy that he's afraid to order salmon in a restaurant because he's been so badly conditioned that he thinks fish is gay. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, he's literally the type of guy that speaks out of the side of his mouth in a pub after eight to ten pints in in a whisper that's actually louder than anybody's normal speaking voice and sort of says, I know, but you can't really say anything these days, can you? Well, I mean, Greg, you can, but like... Maybe not to the waitress's face or to any of us because it's disgusting. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's the type of guy that whenever there's a news article, okay, about a female teacher having sex with like an underage 14-year-old boy and then the boy's parents get involved and there's a court case, he comments underneath the article, wish that was me, lol. And then like another comment, what a little rat. If I was him, he's the one that should be going to jail. Do you know what I mean? Like an absolute meathead, like a Neanderthal, a literal biscuit. Just like his whole life, his, his body is just a biscuit that's constantly being dipped into the cup of tea that is life. Getting soggier and soggier by the moment until it just crumbles apart when he's about 44 standing at like a self-service checkout in Tesco and the mechanical voice rings out, unexpected item in the baggage area and a singular tear just starts coming and that's like the straw that breaks the camel's sack and all of a sudden he descends. He's the type of guy that goes on holidays to Marbella with his family and when his wife comes out in her bikini, he winks to his young son and says, that's mine, you know? And you're like, yeah, dad, please stop. This is really fucking weird. jocks i think they're great they're very entertaining I, I'd, I'd probably bloody be one if i could be if i didn't literally look like i mean <laughs> todd from the wedding crashers on a juice diet when i was playing rugby do you know what i mean like so bad i was actually invited this is the oh my god this is outrageous when i was in fifth year i was staying over in a friend's house who was in sixth year and he had a rugby match the next morning and for whatever reason i went out to watch that game because he drove and i didn't that was probably why And I arrive up, we were playing St. Mary's College in Dublin. And I was on the sidelines. And he was on like the the sevens, 
or the eights or something like a really seriously dog shit team do you know what I mean and uh, I was just there to be watching literally wearing like you know a leather jacket skinny jeans and converse I look like an extra in a crystal castles video except for more emotional do you know what I mean and anyway they didn't have enough players so all of a sudden their coach who was also my geography teacher inexplicably was like Mark Megan you're on I was like uh look at me coach like I don't have any gear I don't play rugby actually first and also I'm not even in their year this is mental so end up, they end up having to like put together this sort of like copy and paste job of a sim in terms of a rugby outfit. And I'm there wearing like Canterbury tracksuits, size 13 like runners that I, the teacher had gotten from his boot. And then like this Super 12 rugby jersey, the most absurd thing in the world. They put me on the wing, okay? And anyway, I was just like, Grant, I'm not going to have to get, I'm not going to touch the ball. I'm certainly not going to be touching anyone else. This, this could be okay. Long story short, I got the ball. And in my idiocy, I thought, I don't know why. Maybe it's because like, I had an older brother who was extremely talented at rugby. Maybe it's because I have a lot of suppressed issues about not my masculinity. But I was like, this is my time to shine. Let's go, baby. And I was running. And then all of these lads started running at me, which is obviously terrifying, depending on the context. And I literally ran at them. And I decided, in a moment of complete madness, to take the rugby ball and put it in one hand and try and, like, distract the guy that was running at me and sort of, like, waggle it about. And then as he got closer, I was planning on throwing it up over his head and catching it on the other side. Do you know what I mean? The old switcheroo. Suffice to say, I did that, and he literally just took the ball from my hand and scored a try. The coach then came up and said, You! And I was like, Me! And he was like, Yeah! The retarded waiter what the are you doing i was like firstly you shouldn't use language like that anymore teach and anyway yeah this is a this is appalling They are not the people that we're here to roast today. Because what I want to talk to you about today, and I really appreciate some, you know, to hear what your thoughts are. That What am I kidding? No, no. I just want you to listen to this and to share it with your friends and increase my bloody standing in society. Okay? Anyway. Uh, influencers. Do you know what really winds me up? Oh, it's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. Yeah, Jessica, you've taken this photo in front of a Christmas tree and you're holding a hot chocolate. Do you know what I mean? Next to filleting a fucking reindeer, you couldn't possibly get more Christmassy. Next to going on a Tinder date with himself, aka Santa Claus, you couldn't possibly get more Christmassy. Also, it's not July. You know what I mean? The Christmas markets are open. Winter Wonderland, which we'll get to on another episode, is like, we're in, we're in Christmas season now. There's just something about influencers... That rubbed me up the wrong... That what? That rubbed me up the wrong... That rubbed me up the... Oh God, I'm having a stroke. Oh no, this is Tommy Cooper. Uh, that there is something about influencers that rubbed me up the wrong... Oh my... Yeah, that's it. They rubbed me up the wrong way. Back in the room. Um, but I just feel like influencers, they're just not trustworthy. There's something about influencers that is not trustworthy. And for those of you listening who don't know what an influencer is, just to give you an idea of their personality type, they're the type of people that whenever they go to New York or LA, they're the ones that come back with the, with the accent. Do you know what I mean? 
interestingly, doesn't seem to happen when they go to Thailand. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, never seems to happen when they go to Thailand. But that, that's, that's just to give you a little bit of an insight as to the type of characters. They're the sort of people, by the way, that like video themselves giving food or money to homeless people, which I think is a sin punishable by death. Like that is the most horrendous thing. Like, like the idea of videoing yourself doing a sort of allegedly altruistic act is just, it's barbaric, it's subhuman, it's deplorable, it's the most bottom feeding in terms of scraping with your bare fingernails, albeit well manicured, you know, the bottom of the barrel for attention. And the lack of dignity you're giving, you know, that individual, it's just, and then sometimes they do a video and it's like, oh my God, so actually he was really sweet. His name is Raymond and I'm sorry, I don't mean to be getting emotional, but like, um, you know, he has to stay in a hostel for Christmas this year. And I can say from even personal experience, like when I went interrailing with the girls, one of the nights we had to stay in a hostel in Amsterdam. So I actually know how bad it is. Like, it's honestly the worst thing in the world. Like we met these two German lads and, you know, Raymond, fuck off. I'm trying to talk here. You know, it's, and then like, I just wish there was some way I could help him. You know what I mean? I just wish there was some way I could, I could give him a help for like this Christmas to get him out of the hustle. Uh, any chance I could uh, stay in your house and doggy? No, ew, ew. Get, hand me the hand sanitizer, please. You know what I mean? Influencers are great because they live very interesting lives. They live lives that only, that they're so aspirational. You know, I'm sitting on the tube on a Tuesday morning, having an existential crisis, thinking, when is life going to start for me? When are all these, you know, dreams going to become reality? And then I see these people off on holidays and they caption things. And you realize just, oh, wow, wow. Hashtag island life. Island life. Okay, you're in Mykonos, right? Not exactly the fucking Galapagos, is it? Do you know what I mean? You've gone with 11 other people to Mykonos for a long weekend. This isn't exactly you in Attenborough wandering around with the golden geese or whatever they have in the Galapagos. Do you know what I mean? And also, oh, oh, hashtag never coming home. Hashtag never coming home. Okay, first and foremost, your, your flight is on Tuesday. Your return flight is on Tuesday. You've already texted Dad. He's collecting you from the airport. He's going to park in departures and you're going to have to walk up that annoying escalator to come out to him, okay? That's already been arranged. And secondly, never coming home. Let's, okay, firstly, you'd be, you'd be doing Irish society a service here. But let's just run with this for a second. If you were not to come home, what's going to happen? Are you going to like integrate yourself with the local fishermen? Are you going to grow your beard out and start smoking roll-ups? Do you know what I mean? Are your friends going to visit you in the middle of December and you're like casting fishing nets out in the shores of the, what sea is it? No, it's not Balearic Sea. We'll call it the Balearic Sea. It's definitely not though. And I know like, oh, you're happiest when traveling and stuff. But let's talk about this. Is it really traveling? Do you know what I mean? Like, you booked a Ryanair flight to EOS. You're not exactly Christopher Columbus here. Do you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, I don't actually have a particular vendetta against influencers because on paper, I think it's, it could be a good thing. I mean, if you're using, like, you know, your love of food 
fashion, fitness or funniness or whatever it is to make other people happy. That's amazing. I just wish some people would be more consistent with their brand. You know what I mean? More consistent to themselves and then thus to their audiences. Like you get some of these people, all of a sudden now it's all about like no makeup and stuff. Two years ago, you were flogging, you know, horse placenta and telling people that would cure them of their spots and their weight issues and whatever. And now it's like, oh, no, no, just dip your head into white spirits once a week because it's all about the natural look. It's like make up your mind, especially when people are susceptible to your influence and they're buying products. People are, are parting with money under your advice. You know what I mean? And then, like, let's be honest here. There are some people you see using social media. You know, you see the photo of the influencer and she's gone into the home to visit the nana, you know, in the sort of annual visit nana in the home post. Just for the post though, really. She gets the picture and she leaves. Gets the picture, maybe takes a crispy 50 from her bag and leaves. And then she puts up a photo. Oh, another lovely day spent with my partner in crime. Excuse me? Partner in crime? Are you committing crimes? Because I'll report you to the guards immediately. I will make a call. Nana, sit down over here just for a second. No, you're not in trouble. You're not in trouble. Just sit down there for a second. No, no, no. On the floor. Yeah. Good. What sort of crimes have you and your granddaughter been committing? Look, and by the way, I'm good cop here. When Murphy comes in, he's the aggressive one. Look, I'm with you on this. I just want to get, the, I just want to put, get to the bottom of this. Do you know what I mean? You can imagine, though, the scenes of an influencer going in to visit her grandmother. And, you know, she's just always thinking of the will. What's in it for her? You know what I mean? Okay, Granny. Listen, look, um, I've just brought Dr. Muljahazy in here. We just have a couple of quick questions. Obviously, we want to get you back to the house, you know? I know this, this is, look, this is only temporary. And I know in theory that if you were to stay in the home, I would inherit that massive house all to myself. But I mean, what am I going to do in a house that big all to myself? Do you know what I mean? So well, basically, we've got Dr. Muljahazy in here. He used to be a spooning specialist, but he's not anymore. And basically, he's going to do a couple of couple of little questions, just a couple of tiny little questions. And if you get them right, which we hope you will, I'm sure you will, you know, you get to move back into the house and I won't get the house until you die. But let's hope this happens because I want you to get back there, you know. So listen, first question, really simple, really simple. Um, what, what's my name? What's my name, your granddaughter? Uh, uh, Jessica? See, amazing, amazing. Already, we're nearly there, we're nearly there. Just two more very simple, simple questions, Nana. Okay, um, what day is Christmas Day? Do you know what I mean? Um, is it, it, hold on a second now. Is it the 25th of December? Oh, yes, yes, Nana. Yes, you you got that right somehow, you know. Okay, now look, last one, last one, Nana, one more, and the house, you know, you get home to your house and off to way, you know what I mean? Okay, so last question, um, who came third in shot put in the Singapore Olympics, uh, nineteen eighty four? Uh, what? I don't know. See, I told you, Mojo Hazy, bring her out, bring her out. Yeah, I'll have the keys. Thanks, God bless. Thanks again for listening to the Sunday Roast. It would mean a huge amount to me if you could rate it, review it, 
all that dead shit. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what. It, just if it would, it would be huge because apparently that just makes it uh, makes it reach more people. And to everybody that's been sharing it and stuff on Instagram, thank you so much. Hit me up with suggestions if there's anything specifically you want to see roasted one of these Sundays. Let me know. The idea is dog shit. I probably won't reply, but that's what you get. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much again, and all the best. See you soon. Have a